Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. Hi, my name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 85. Today, I'll be interviewing Benjamin Cheru. Kirkus Reviews star author who has been featured on many websites, including the Huffington Post and on the Today Show and Good Morning America. He was named Poet Laureate of Plattsburgh, New York, and of his school district. He's also been the face of the National Autism Association's anti-bullying campaign. And Sonny, his father, is also going to be joining us for the podcast. So thank you so much for both being here. Um, and Ben is going to be talking about his new picture book, um, I Am Odd and I Am New. Um, what I Am Odd, I Am New, not and. Anyway, so it's a very interesting story. And I wanted um, Ben just to talk a little bit about how it began as a, as a poem when you were 10 years old. It's a very interesting story. So I wanted to, you know, have you talk about it. Thank you for having us. Um... So the poem was originally a school project for fifth grade, I'm pretty sure. It was in a library because we had a library class back then. I don't know why, but it was an assignment. And so it was, you have to write a poem and every single like line of the poem began with I am. So that night I just worked on it and just kind of put it together and then my parents, they looked at it and they were like shocked by it. And they told me how good it was and how they loved it. And I just said that they were just saying that because they're my parents. Then they said that they were going to post it online so that other people could see it. And I said, oh, well, they're your friends and other family. So they'll be fine with it too. So then my dad, I'm pretty sure, posted it on a public page and the amount of people that like really liked it really opened my eyes, but I was still like super nervous to actually read my poem out loud at school because that's what was part of the assignment. We'd write it and then we say it, like read it in front of the class. So I couldn't go to school that day because I was just panic attacked or panic attack. And like, I couldn't go. I was just, it was bad. Um, but eventually my parents calmed me down and I'm pretty sure the next day or like, was it like a weekend? I forget. Um, the next time I had school, we, I did read it and the teacher loved it. And well, um, the class, I don't really remember the class's reaction, but I remember the teacher liked it. And so after that, a couple, I'm pretty sure music videos and a couple like, uh, interviews later my dad got in contact with someone <laughs> i forget i forget names very easily i'm very sorry um but he got in contact with ann rice because she shared my poem and so he asked about copywriting and so people don't steal it and so she directed him to her at the time uh, it was her it was her assistant yeah, her assistant at the time um Beckett. Beckett, right. Um, so Beckett was an amazing help in the process of making this a book. Without her, I don't think any of this would have happened. Him, sorry. I'm very bad with this. 
<laughs> um, but he was very helpful and through like three years, two years. Well, Beckett put you in touch with his agent. Yeah. Beckett put him in touch with my agent. Naomi. Naomi. And then Naomi got like a whole bunch of work done getting the, like the book, like, well, she was like, Hey, you need to make this a book. Blah, blah, blah. And she spent the two years working on this. Right. Um, so two years later, we get in touch with Roz McLean, mm-hmm. who she said she would, uh, illustrate the book. And a couple months, months later, she had some like stuff done me and, uh, then, uh, Naomi, Naomi, we like told her a bit of edits for it here and there change. Like, uh, the airplanes were all the same. So we said, or at least I said, uh, to change them. So they're different. And then mine's a different color. And then a couple other edits here and there and changes of like a couple words are different. Um, but then after all of that, I forget how long it took to get the book actually done. But then we shopped it around and Schiffer Publishing picked it up and we got a contract with them and it's being, I'm going to have a book signing this Sunday, next Sunday. I don't know. It is Sunday. Saturday. Saturday? Saturday the 13th. Right. It's next Saturday. Um, One to three, I'm pretty sure. And it's going to be at Booksburg at the mall in i don't know where where was the mall again plattsburgh yeah plattsburgh i thought it was further away for some reason um so yeah we're gonna have a signing there and i'm looking forward to it um hopefully some of the teachers at my school will show up because there was an announcement about like the time and where and what it was so hopefully some of my teachers will actually show up but other than that, it's just been one dizzying ride of getting through one hoop and then another hoop and then another hoop, just trying to get this done. And we're going to have to do it all over again two more times. So that's exciting. Well, how do you feel about, I mean, so it's really six years later. So you were 10 yeah. when you wrote the poem and now you're 16. So like, it's really been, you know, six years, I think yeah. your age, there's a lot, you know, there's a, a lot that happened. So, I mean, how do you feel now as a 16 year old having a published into a children's book? Stressed. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a very good singular word to describe it. Cause it's just like news interview, radio interview, uh, in-person interview, online interview, paper, Uh, like newspaper magazine that's happening soon. It's just so many different things that I never thought I would have to deal with. And it's just so much for me to try to comprehend. It's just like, wow, you know? Yeah. But I I guess because it's just, it was just released, right? Like when is, when was the release? Well, the release is November 16th. They had to push it back due to shipping delays, unfortunately, with the, with all the, the delays that have been caused uh, over the past year. But uh, so November 16th will be the official release date. So uh, Ben, uh, ben uh, yeah, has been busy. Before Thanksgiving. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, and, you know, I think it's also things are much more back in person now. So I, that's probably also why, you know, during COVID, there wasn't too many signings, you know, in person. Um, but I, I do think that your book is really just like beautifully illustrated, beautifully written, the poem. And um, I just wanted the one part I was just curious about, like when you said, like, I am odd, I am new. What does the new part mean? Well, to people, I'm, I made the I made the poem not really knowing what I was making, but now that I've like looked back on it, I feel like nothing in the poem has a definitive answer. It just depends on who's reading it. If it feels right to you when you're reading it and it touches you where it needs to touch you, like in your heart, it it just depends on how you think about it because. The poem isn't just about me. It's about everyone who feels different or out of place. So I don't feel like I can say, oh, well, this means one thing because it can mean many different. Mm -hmm. So what did it it mean when you wrote it, though, Ben? um, Well, to me, it means that one of a kind, you're new, you're the first of it you no one else is like you you're different and you're new like you're not just different you can't be lumped into a group it's you are you and no one else is like you but there are similar people so you might be different like a whole bunch of other people but you're also new and you're you you know right unique mm-hmm. so so what would you like others to learn from the book? You know, now that you're going to be having, you know, the release dates in November. Oh, well, it is November. Um, <laughs> really, really soon. <laughs> I know time flies. Um, but like, what would you like others to learn from the book that are, let's say, feeling the same way you did when you wrote the poem? Well, as I said, they might be out of place where they are, but there are other people like them. And if you just stay isolated because you feel like you can't, you can. There are others like you. You just have to look for them, you know? Not everyone who feels different or out of place is the outcast. I think that's another thing that you need to know. The popular kid at school, they might be different and odd too. They're just one way trying to fit in at school but a totally different situation in other places. You can't look at someone from the outside and understand how they feel. And you have to be more accepting of the fact that people aren't always going to be exactly the same. No one's, not everyone's gonna have the exact same opinion or the exact same mindset. You can't expect that of people. Everyone's going to be different in their own unique way. And some of those ways will mesh well with others. Some won't. And that's just the way life is. So like, so what's helped you kind of get through that, that you might suggest to other, let's say teenagers or tweens that are going through, you know, feeling like that. Has there anything that's, you know, kind of helped you through that? I guess it depends on your situation because I feel personally I'm in a very supportive area 
I have counselors, teachers, family who all support and help me. And I really do think I depend on them very, very much without my parents or without my counselors or without the teachers that have supported me throughout my life. I probably wouldn't be in this situation I am now. Like my, I forget what grade, but Nicole Knowles of my school, she was um, my hockey coach for a time. And she spent like a couple hours with me from like the first practice and came up to my parents and said, is your son diagnosed with autism or Asperger's? Cause that's what they thought at the time. It wasn't underneath the same umbrella. And my parents freaked out cause they're like, what, what did you call my son? And so they talked about it and everything just kind of clicked together. Like, so my son isn't, a troubled child who defies teachers and constantly wants to cause trouble. He's just thinking differently. And the ways he's been acting really seem to line up with what this is. And so without her, I probably would have never been diagnosed with autism. Without my parents, I wouldn't have the support in life that I have. Without my teachers and their understanding, I wouldn't have the knowledge I do now. And without my family outside of my parents, I feel like I would be a lot more isolated, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it just seems like you've really gone through like a interesting and empowering journey. With that, because I think it's, you know, it's, it's a, I think it's a hard age for anyone, you know, going through yeah. this age year. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like calling it just empowering is the wrong way to say it because it's not just ups. There are a lot of downs. Mm-hmm. There isn't just building you up. Sometimes it tears you down and you have to, fight your way through those down dips. And once you get through them, you'll have even higher peaks. Cause I know for a lot of the time before I was diagnosed, there was a lot of kids who were manipulative and who bullied me and made fun of me for being different and constantly pushed me aside and got me in trouble and made me feel like I was nothing. And I've gotten through that. I feel like that personally and I'm stronger now because of it. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we finished up today? Well, I mean, I can let my dad talk if he'd like to. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say anything, Sonny? Well, uh, just a, piggyback what uh, Ben was uh, was talking about. Uh, ben was born in Pittsburgh, uh, two weeks premature. Uh, he was uh, in the uh, NICU for, uh, for a week and then the Pete's floor for a week. Uh, so at a very young age, every time he missed a, a developmental milestone, it was always because he was a premature child. Um, so when he started kindergarten, um, yeah, we, he, he, uh, he had a very hard time adjusting to, uh, to school life with, uh, the, lot of the, the free time, uh, at school. 
so he he did uh, have to deal with a lot a lot of uh, you know bullying and um, being made fun of at a young age, and then it didn't help that he attended three schools before he wrote this poem. Uh, being a Cumberland head at elementary school in fifth grade when he read uh, wrote the poem was his third his third school. So adjusting to to life was was difficult, and when he did write the poem, um, as he stated. It shocked my wife and I because at first, you know, the first your first thought is this poem is so well written, you know, for a 10 year old to write the the, the words um, with the cadence that the lines have and the, the rhyming and just the, the 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 imagery of the words. It was phenomenal. But then you reread it. And you realize just how much, you know, your child suffers was suffering and how, you know, alone he did feel and how much of an outcast he felt like. And that was, I mean, that was devastating to, to us um, to, to read. Uh, but, you know, like Ben said, you know, with the support of, you know, the community that, that, we, that we've built around us, it, it definitely helped us, you know, get through all, all that time. And, uh, you know, Ben being able to put those words down uh, not only, you know, helped us as a family because we are now able to really understand where he was coming from and what his thought process was and how you, when he, you know, said one thing, what it really meant, you know, even though like to us, it meant one thing, but you know, now it meant something else. Uh, but now those words get to help children, you know, all over the world uh, when they read it. And even adults have been reaching out saying, I felt like an outcast my entire life, but didn't know how to how to put it into words. And, you know, the words of a 10 year old, you know, have helped uh, do that. So, uh, yeah, it's been quite the journey. Um, even last week or uh, sorry, last month. Uh, sorry, Benjamin is bringing in our 130 pound uh, Bouvier here to uh, to cuddle with <laughs> and uh, I just gotta be make them so, be quiet so last month uh ben's poem or book sorry now uh was read by the uh, duchess of york sarah ferguson on her wow. youtube channel you know so to think that a member you know of the royal family is reading ben's children's book you know it's still it still baffles us and it, it's quite uh we're, we're we're so proud of of his journey not only for the book, but, you know, just obviously his, his day-to-day things, but the, the journey of the book has been incredible. Yeah. And I, I just think for kids too, to see like the light at the end of the tunnel, because as you said, Ben, there's a lot of ups and downs. And I think some people just don't know, you know, when it's going to, how could I get through this? And I think hearing Ben, like your story, it is really important for other kids to kind of know if they're feeling the same way of that they could, they could get through it, you Absolutely. know, um, that is the big thing. Cause I think sometimes it's hard to feel, you know, I mean, to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, you know, um, and as, you know, as adults, we say, oh, well, this is just a small part of your life, but for the kids, it feel, that's their whole life mm-hmm. being in school and being treated like that. Um, so anyway, I mean, I just want to thank you again for talking with me. And, you know, Ben, congratulations on the book. And, um, you know, it's, I hope you enjoy all the great and, you know, what? it's a very hectic, but it's, it is something that's always going to be with you. So that's the most wonderful thing, you know, something to definitely 
uh, celebrate with the family and friends and Absolutely. all the people that you love and that supported you. And I think you'll see that during the signings and just people reaching out to you, or maybe even more important when people just reach out to you separately and tell you what they've gone through and how it's helped them. So, um, but thank you again for today. And, um, you know, so good luck with everything, Ben. Um, thank you for listening today. Listen and learn with us at Language During Mealtime. Time.